Hey, want to learn about the latest trends in digital marketing? In today's connected world, information is plentiful and always changing. It's difficult to keep up. Each week, we bring you the latest digital marketing news in easy, digestible format. Say goodbye to hours of research and learn everything you need to know right here. You are listening to This Week in Marketing. Hey everyone, welcome to This Week in Marketing Show, also known as The Twain Show. I'm your host, Sajid Islam, and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of July 13, 2020. So today we are going to start off with the news from Pinterest. So what about Pinterest? Pinterest releases new data on rising search trends amid COVID-19. So what does that basically mean? It basically means Pinterest has seen... uh, some data obviously they see the data because we are all doing something on that platform so does facebook so does google but pinterest comes around and says you know hey by the way guys uh here are the trends we are seeing in our on our platform for this kind of searches so what are those searches let me dive in for you uh in a second and so i'm looking at my notes over here and what i basically see in that guide that they have shared or published is like there's a lot of you know um search or a lot of, um, how do I say, a lot of activities around the words meditation, meditation type, gratitude, positivity, and they saw a big jump. I mean, you know, for example, for meditation, they saw a 44% jump for the word gratitude or anything around gratitude. It has been about 60% jump and positivity around 42% jump. And, you know, they go in into a lot of other stuff like, you know, starting a life, starting a new business. That has a like a they have seen a thirty five percent jump right now uh, future life goals life bucket family goals future house goals things like that now guys why am I sharing this in our show the reason for, for us to share is that for example if you are thinking about you know if Pinterest is your platform or not or if you're advertising in platform these are topics bucket ideas so that you know if you are say for example if you have a journal. Or if you have a business planning course, maybe people you want to target to people who are looking at starting a new business, right? Or you want to suppose if you have a goal setting course or a journaling course or something like that, or if you're selling some a meditation app or meditation product, again, that's something you got to start to look at from that angle and see, you know, how does this help uh, my business, right? I'm not sharing this in your, in our updates so that, you know, uh, you know, it doesn't, because it's just data. I mean, it's something to take the data and apply it in our own business, right? And there are other stuff like, you know, and you need to check out this whole report. If you are thinking of Pinterest or already advertising in Pinterest, even if you're not, advertising on Pinterest, you need to see what are some of the trends and searches they're seeing on the platform and how can you best leverage it. Remember, a good marketeer or a good advertiser will always find that greener, newer, greener pasture. The good is often the enemy of better. Uh, and so this is a good place to start and make sure you know Pinterest is in on a radar if it's uh, not already on. With that, let's move on to the next one. So our next update is from Snapchat. So the title is Snapchat adds 9 million more daily active users in Q2 and reports a 17% increase in revenue. So where did we get this number from? We got this number from Snapchat's Q2 earnings report that was released on July 21st. Now, this is very notable to mention this is because what this shows is that, you know, this is, uh, there is an upward 
trajectory in terms of you know daily active users. Remember, all these platforms, whether it's Google, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, they all <clears throat> calculate their success of their platform by using this metric called DAU, which is daily active users, right? Uh, Nine million daily active users is not a... It's not something, you know, we should just overlook. So how does this actually help us? Uh, so the way it helps us is like, you know, it gives us uh, a little bit of, an, uh, it shows us a lot of stuff in terms of how popular this platform is becoming. You know, initially we kind of, you know, overlook Snapchat. Thing, like Snapchat is just this teen uh, chat app where, you know, obviously the name Snap, uh, Snapchat uh, mentions signifies that however you know it's also showing you know where they're um, how they're growing right and now if you look into this report as i'm looking into it as i'm talking to you guys it's like you know you will realize you know that their strength is you know the different regions they've broken down this uh, report by revenue by geography which is great because now you can kind of get an idea of how much money is being spent on snapchat from different uh, regions whether it's europe rest of the world north america globally and compare you can see that comparison and that gives you an idea of how big snapchat is getting year over year or quarter over quarter that's one and the other thing you can look at it is like you know the daily active user average daily active users uh, on their platform. Again, they're breaking it down by global, North America, Europe, rest of the world, and then revenue per user. This is also, again, if you're just doing advertising or if you're just doing media buying, this would probably be not much excitement for you. But if you're doing anything advanced, like you know, if, even if you're doing advanced media buying, planning, strategy, things like that, this is a gold mine. Right, this is a gold mine that you can take it back to your customer and tell your customer or Mr. Client, hey, Mr. Client or Miss Client, look, here's the lay of the land and Snapchat. Maybe it's time we should look into it. Right, here's why we think you know Snapchat is not gonna get. I mean, you know, Snapchat is something we should take seriously, and maybe we should put some twenty percent of our budget into Snapchat. Again, you have to understand if Snapchat is your if your if Snapchat has your target audience, you definitely should be looking into Snapchat. With that, we are going to put the link to that report on our shows page. Go ahead and check it out and see how it helps you. Because I know it was very informative when I was looking through it, uh, and you know I used a couple of the examples in my show from that. But it's up to you to check it out. I definitely recommend you should check it out. Now let's move on to the next one. Our next update is from Twitter, and Twitter confirms that it may add or it will add subscriptions uh, in the near future. However, you know they're not planning to do that in 2020. Where did we get this update again? This seems to be this seems to be the week where you know uh, you know this should be the Q2 revenue week because you know this is uh, from uh, Twitter's Q2 report uh, letters to shareholder where they were talking about their earnings. Uh, they were talking about you know they have their earnings have gone up. However, they still had a loss, a big significant loss. Uh, I think um, I'm looking at it right now. Revenue was 683 million in Q2. It was down 19 percent. I don't want to go into these boring details. And basically, most of their losses were from, you know, headcount, operating cost, and they saw a lot of revenue go down because of COVID-19, coronavirus, also known as coronavirus, and things like that. Their report is not as uh, visual as uh, Snapchat's. It's a lot of text. You have to read through it. Uh, but, you know, it kind of gives you, again, uh, it gives you a lay of the land in digital marketing outside of Facebook and Google, the two, you know, 800 pound gorillas out there. 
what you kind of see is, you know, what's Twitter uh, looking into it? You know, their uh, ad- average DAU, which is daily active user, actually, uh, and they call it, they also call it monetizable, right? They're monetizable active user, uh, monetizable daily active user has gone up by 34%, right? Now, we all know Twitter has a bot issue, right? A spam bot issue, and Twitter is actively working to, uh, you know, stop that. However, 34% growth is not a bad thing, right? You know, that brings on to about 186 million users, uh, which they, they are basically saying, you know, this, this is that these are the accounts that you would be able to monetize. We ourselves in our business have started advertising on Twitter. The jury is still out in terms of how this is going to play out, but you know, I know it, I started this uh, update with Twitter confirms that they may add subscriptions or they will add subscriptions in uh, in the future, but not in 2020. Where this is interesting to see is that, uh, you know, how Twitter is trying to figure out a different revenue model minus uh, advertisement, right? A subscription, I think, based Twitter would be amazing. I mean, I always wished, you know, there was a way for me to, you know, pay and, in aggregate some of our subscription. And we found out about this because, you know, there was a job opening for this kind of in a role from Twitter. So, hey, uh, where I'm going with this is keep this in mind, uh, obviously how Twitter evolves and what they do, but, you know, do check out the Twitter uh, annual quarterly report. That's a good place to kind of lay out the land. Remember, that's what Mr. Warren Buffett, one of the legendary investors in the world, uh, you know, who has billions of dollars to his name, that's what he does. Before he invests in any company, he is going to go ahead and read their earnings report and goes through it and kind of gets a lay of the land. Now, guys, we are not investing. Well, not in that in a direct sense. We are not investing or buying their stocks, but we are investing in terms of we're taking our clients' money and putting it into their platform. So it's a form of investment. So it's it is good for us if we were to check it out, right, in details. I can only cover so much in this short uh, update, but uh, my job is to bring it up, the highlights, the point, as well as, you know, making you aware that there was something that Twitter released and maybe you should go check it out when you have a chance. With that, let's move on to the next one, which is from TikTok. So the big news out of TikTok this week was that TikTok has, you know, uh, has introduced this thing called Creators Fund, and they are basically putting about $200 million into that creator fund, right, at a high level. Now, if you have not heard about TikTok, or this is the first time you're hearing about TikTok, or you have not used TikTok, you're missing out a big time. However, I will forewarn you that TikTok is highly, highly addictive. Everyone I talk to, they say, once you are in TikTok, next thing you know, it's been an hour and you're still on TikTok, you're entertaining yourself. So it's a purely entertain, entertainment uh, platform but it just sucks you right in. I mean, it has done to me. I am so scared to, t- I have TikTok on my phone, but I'm so scared to like, you know, uh, on my second phone, by the way, uh, but I'm so scared to just turn it on because once I do it, I, next thing I know, next thing I know, it plays into this other thing in our brain. When you're psychologically, uh, it's a very highly addictive app. But the good thing about TikTok is that, you know, TikTok is uh, not really talking anything about, you know, how the U.S. government is trying to ban it. I mean, this week I heard that you know, the U.S. government has passed a resolution where if you, are, if you have a government-furnished mobile phone, 
then, I mean, obviously, if you have to be a government employee, you are not allowed to install TikTok. Before that, it was Wells Fargo Bank. Before that, it was some other business. I forgot the name. But, you know, it's like there is a lot of pressure on TikTok because they've been copying and scraping data. And so they want to, and with that, you know, a lot of negativity uh, went out. What TikTok, I think, is trying to do is counter that with the creation of this $200 million creators fund. Number one, it's not only that, but they're also trying to make sure that there's a new steady stream of new content that is coming coming out of TikTok, right? Or coming into TikTok from this individual content uh, contributors or creators. So TikTok, I believe, is on the right path in terms of how to, um, you know, how to create new content, teaching, because they realize not everyone is like, you know, can create viral content. Some people may give up, things like that, you know. By the way, uh, this announcement also had like, you know, touched on something that is very, very important for me to mention is that TikTok mentioned the word and they dropped it only once called TikTok live streams. Yes, TikTok live streams, which basically means that something live is going to happen if it's not already there. Again, I don't use TikTok on a regular basis. I am reporting. I'm checking it out from the sidelines. I'm not into the TikTok land or onto the TikTok island yet. So I do not know how it works. And they're creating a TikTok creator marketplace. Uh, So what this will help is it will help brands discover and partner with innovative uh, creators to collaborate on paid campaigns that drive awareness and attract new customers. So basically they're looking into more of a, um, influencer marketing, because I know influencer marketing is one of those gray areas. There are third-party tools, solutions, apps, things like that. So if TikTok can successfully create that, hey, they're, ha- they're spending some money on helping me to learn how to create content. They have a creator marketplace where you know, I can actually go pay someone and create that influencer program, like, and all they're managing it. And they have the live stream where I can do live performances. So imagine where TikTok is going, despite all the threats and all the talks that is uh, that are being out there. Even India banning TikTok, and you know Pakistan has said they might actually uh, ban TikTok as well. Again, that's outside the realm of our. Uh, I don't want to go deep into that thing, but you know that's been discussed. Uh, so this is interesting to see how TikTok is trying to. Uh, uh, fight those challenges by, you know, building all this other stuff where, you know, basically they're going to let the user base, let the platform, the market, the size, the volume dictate what they can and cannot do. So that's interesting, guys. Check it out. TikTok, I think TikTok is here to stay with this. It, I know last week I said, you know, TikTok might, future might be crazy. TikTok future might not be around for a long time. But with this, it's a game changer now, suddenly. Imagine how dynamic this digital marketing space is like, right? Last week I was talking about, hey, I don't think TikTok is going to survive. And then this week they just announced, hey, we're going to do $200 million uh, creators fund. We're going to do all this stuff, you know, influencer market, things like that. And they're solving a problem. And then now people are going to jump right in. So this is how dynamic the uh, digital marketing landscape has become. Uh, It changes by the second. It changes by the, you know, minute. So guys, Check it out. At least be in the know. And, you know, you know some stuff now, but if you dig deep, if not, you know, keep TikTok on your radar. Uh, it's definitely going to pay you long in the long run. With that, let's move on to the next update, which is also from TikTok. Uh, in this update, what TikTok is talking about is that TikTok has added gamified brand effect templates uh, in their uh, stuff. I checked it out. Uh, it was absolutely amazing. 
You know, it's just absolutely amazing. I think they have 20 some templates. We, I'm going to drop the link to this, uh, you know, branding effect uh, templates on our show notes page. Check it out. But I will just tell you, man, it just makes it so easy uh, to, you know, what create, you know, um, stuff on TikTok with some, you know, gamified version. It was addicting. I mean, you know, I didn't actually use it on my app because I don't have, I have a TikTok, but I don't, I don't, I fear to get in there, but I was watching that video and I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Even I can create amazing content now, right? So check it out, guys. Check it out. It's so good. You will love it and you'll be glad you did that. So, uh, and I do, I want to move on to the next update, which is from the land of Zuckerberg, right? Facebook, Instagram. So with that, let me switch over to the next update. So the first one from Instagram, which is Mr. Zuckerberg's land, is that they've launched personal fundraisers to provide assistance for businesses and causes during COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus. So what do I mean by that? And what is this? Basically, what I think Facebook has seen that, you know, uh, well, I shouldn't say Facebook, uh, Mr. Zuckerberg has seen that you know, a lot of people are raising money for personal causes on Facebook platform, and they wanted to make it a very easy way for people on Instagram to... Uh, raise money for their you know, personal fundraisers, right? So there are two things at play here. Number one is some people are only Insta only, right? They don't go to Facebook. They hate Facebook just because of the way it is. And I know a few people like that. It's just like they prefer Instagram. They're always on Instagram. And Facebook realized, hey, we are missing out. We are serving some of our part of our users who are on Facebook and they have been doing this successfully, but we're missing out. Right, so we have been missing. So that's number one. Number two is like, and people are—they probably saw the trend. Like, you know, people are going to this third-party app or platform called GoFundMe. Right, people are launching GoFundMe, and Facebook is missing out. Anytime a user clicks on a link from Instagram or Facebook and goes over to say GoFundMe, Facebook has lost that user. No, they can no longer track that user. They do not know what they're doing. They can only track as much as if there's a pixel data. So Facebook is losing out, right? And Facebook makes money from, you know, all this stuff. So Facebook says, hey, we are going to just add it into Instagram as well, right? So I think that was a good move from Zuckerberg in terms of, you know, what they're doing. It also attacks or it actually uh, cuts right into business models for GoFundMe. Not all of it, a little bit, because again, there are people who are on GoFundMe that are not Facebook and on Instagram. However, I think it's we are going to see more and more of those stuff coming up. Uh, I didn't launch any personal fundraisers yet on Facebook or Instagram, so I cannot really talk much about it, but I think I, it's a brilliant strategy from Mr. Zuckerberg and his co uh, so, and his company. So let's check it out. Now, moving on. The next one is Facebook will now enable users to broadcast their messenger rooms via Facebook Live. What do I mean by that, guys? This is a game changer as well. I guess this week is a game changing week. Why am I saying game changers? Because think about this. Who, what it does, does. The way I read it, I haven't tested it out, but the way I read it is like, you know, you and I, two of us or up to 50 of us could be in a Facebook messenger chat window right? Uh, our messenger room. So we could be in a messenger room where we are collaborating, talking, things like that. And then we could choose to broadcast that to our Facebook page, to something else, embed into our website, things like that. So people could watch it even if they're not Facebook users. Hang on with me and I'm explaining to you what that basically means. What this basically means is that it's cutting right into the business models for all these companies who are doing webinars and live shows. Right, because there are a lot of companies like you know, we use this product called ClickMeeting. 
where I use this product called Click Meeting. And what I do with Click Meeting is that sometimes, you know, I would bring on a speaker or I'm doing a webinar and I would broadcast it. And then again, you know, I could broad, use that software. Click Meeting can broadcast into my Facebook room and they could watch it, things like that. So I think, you know, Facebook is making a play where they're tired of losing users and tired of seeing users uh, using third-party apps and third-party tools and using it and they're missing out in the action. So this is going directly for the Zoom webinar jam, click meeting type of business. They're going to be affected a little bit. So if I was Zoom, if I was a webinar jam, I would be thinking twice about it because we, we do not know what the next step is going to be. I know they're not the exact same product, over time, if they continue to innovate and evolve, this will directly eat into that product. And hey, I, I no longer have to um, pay another party $30, $35 a month to basically do this broadcasting, right? Facebook is going to do that for me for free. And the other part is that I think where, if I remember it correctly, Facebook says, you know, we can choose different level of access, who can actually join and participate and who can just only watch. So again, this is a game changer. I want to try it out this week and see how this all works out. With that, moving on. That was a lot. Now, next one we have from Facebook is, you know, Facebook is providing free education on Facebook Pixel video ads and more. This is, before you say, hey, this is not for me, I will say, guys, hold up a minute. I watched some of the trainings. It's good. I mean, you know, the pixel training, yeah, not so much. If you know about pixels and you know how it all works, everything, it's great for if you want to like educate your client or a new prospect and you can show them this video and they can watch it. But the other stuff I think overall is very good. It's like, you know, it just gives a very good uh, understanding of business, how to think, do like this. Again, if you have free time, watch it out. Uh, I think it was good enough that, you know, I had to mention it on my show so I definitely uh, want you to take a look at it when you get a chance. It, I will, you'll be glad you did. Uh, if you don't and you because you're busy and you already know a lot about business and Facebook pixels and things like that, then you can definitely skip it, right? It, there you go. With that, moving on. The next update is Facebook. The last one from Facebook is that Messenger introduces app lock and new privacy settings. So what does that basically mean? What it means is that, you know, we all have our smartphones. I have an Apple iPhone. What happens is sometimes, you know, uh, it's on my phone. If I give my phone to someone, anyone can tap on my messenger and go read my messages. Voila, that's a privacy issue, right? You know, anyone can access it because you have access to my phone. With this new app lock, basically, if I turn it on, even if you tap on my messenger icon, when you have the phone, because I gave it to you to use it or check out a photo or something like that, you still need to enter my, your password so that um, you can, uh, before you could actually read the messages. So I think it's, a, I've always wished, like, you know, there was a setting like this uh, for Messenger just because, you know, it makes things a lot easier. Now, no one can read my messages accidentally. If I give my, if someone takes my phone, whether it's a family member, friend, or a stranger who needs to borrow my phone to make a phone call. So I think absolutely brilliant where, you know, Facebook is now finally focused on privacy. I'm not sure if it's privacy or, what it is, but I think you know it's a step in the right directions. It's worth to mention because you know obviously uh, it helps you, me. If you didn't know, now you know, and you can turn it on, and then you know don't have to worry about someone um, you know reading your messages. But you know, in a way, it basically wants to assure users that you know, hey, you can feel you can use Messenger because remember, Facebook is tired of losing users to other platforms, uh, whether it's Snapchat, Twitter, things like that. Uh, there is a Telegram, so they're doing work on that. 
Okay, so that's all from Mr. Zuckerberg. Uh, I think it's time for us to move on to the uh, last update, I believe is the last update of the week, which is from LinkedIn itself, uh, where they have published a new guide on how to use LinkedIn live and events tool for virtual events, right? Especially for LinkedIn pages. And just so it happens this week, we scheduled a LinkedIn event from our LinkedIn page on LinkedIn. And we, we couldn't do live because we still don't have the permission to do LinkedIn live. But, you know, we wanted to try it out. And, you know, where LinkedIn is talking about, hey, LinkedIn Live is our LinkedIn Live and events uh, is a great way for you to reach people, um, you know, that you would not have otherwise reached. Look at it this way, guys, or folks. If you were to do an event, you obviously make it a Facebook event. Why not do the same thing as LinkedIn? It doesn't cost us extra. That's what I thought of doing it, right? And, you know, LinkedIn has good um you know they had, they had some data around it and i don't want to go too much date into uh data right now like oh this person increased and that person increased that many number of views and things like that because you know you can always go check out the report but where i'm going with this is look at this way for our event i was like hey we're publishing it on facebook we might as well just go ahead and you know repurpose and publish it on uh, linkedin Right. And I've seen, you know, on our company page, we started like, you know, on LinkedIn about two or three, four weeks ago, and we got a lot of views and we, we are getting organic users. So if you are not on LinkedIn, if you're not taking advantage of your LinkedIn now, again, I don't personally do it. I have an assistant who does that. Like, and I tell her, hey, uh, can you go ahead and publish it on Facebook? And when you do that, take the same stuff because it's usually the same image. I, I think she knows the details, but I, I told her to take the same image. She probably had to resize it a little bit. It's the same description, right? And voila, I'm reaching a new set of users that are, I would not have probably reached because they are probably on LinkedIn or probably on people on Facebook are not watching it and things like that. So guys, so folks, it's imperative that you check it out um, if you have not. And not just check it out. Make sure you create a LinkedIn company page. It's absolutely must. If you're not doing this, you are missing out, right? That's number one. For Market and Grow, we have a Facebook page and we have a LinkedIn page and we have an Instagram page and we have a Twitter, right? Now, we may have like a very few, you know, followers on LinkedIn and Twitter, but you know what? Yeah, that's fine. It's going to grow. But if we have five people on LinkedIn page and five people on Twitter, these are the five we don't have in Facebook right now. So that's aggregate of 10 new users, right? So with that, guys, uh, folks, uh, this brings us to the last uh, slide, which is that's all for this week in marketing. And now you know everything that there is to know from this week. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to the articles. And if you enjoyed this episode of This Week in Marketing, make sure you subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn to stay updated and connected. Once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, and signing off until next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.